Hey guys, back at the playground again, huh? Yep. You know what this playground could use? A wine country. Heck yeah! And some waves, so we could go surfing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> ah, love that! A redwood forest would be cool. I'm in! Ah, ski slopes. Let's do it! Um, can a girl go shopping? Yeah, baby! Wait! Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. In the Locker Room with Wolf and Starks on ESPN Pittsburgh and Steelers Nation Radio. Presented by your neighborhood Ford store. The F-150 is the official truck of the Pittsburgh Steelers. You know, emotions are, are can be good. They can be bad. It's just about whether or not you, you weaponize them. Um, you know, I'm more concerned about the emotions that we display on Sunday. Um, during the course of preparation, Getting to Sunday, I just want the group to be singularly focused, uh, professionally speaking, on preparation because we believe preparation leads ultimately to quality play. And indeed, preparation does lead to quality play. Just as enthusiasm overrides emotions. When you weaponize emotions, you get enthusiasm. And that's exactly what Mike Tomlin's talking about. You bring your enthusiasm. You bring it day by day as you prepare, whether it's in the aftermath of a game, looking ahead, looking forward to the next one, if it's uh, during the week, getting the work done. All those things, Max, is part of the preparation process, and it's about the enthusiasm you bring to your job, and you got to bring it each and every day, do you not, sir? Well, good morning, Wolf, and yes, absolutely, I concur enthusiasm, spirit, vigor, (laughs) yes, all of those things you have to bring on a daily basis, regardless of how you feel um, physically inside, the outward emotion, the way you emote outward needs to breed electricity of some sort. Yes. And that's what you have to bring to this, especially for a professional sport like football, like Energy is everything. Yep. And you have to have it. When you don't have it, when you lack it, and I'm not talking about it has to be physical. You got to be the energizer bunny bouncing off the wall. But the intention, that's the type of electricity, intention brought on. Because when you're not intentional, that's when injuries happen. When you're not intentional, that's when mistakes happen, right? And that's where things, you know, you hate to say it, but injuries, um, lack of performance, you know, start to feel down and you start to then breed negativity. All of those things are a byproduct of not having that type of energy or vigor. Exactly so. And by the way, 
I, I got to tell you, you talk about energy and vigor. I come here this morning, and the folks from Clearview who are uh, participating in the Turnovers for Turkey uh, Challenge stuff, they're donating to Light a Life Rescue Mission for all the turnovers that the Steelers collect this year. I think they're, they're somewhere over five grand already. But Clearview, the folks there, they're awesome. And you know what they brought? They brought turnovers, and they were Apple. Oh, let me tell oh. you. Now, not, that'll make a fat guy get up and do the, the truffle shuffle. There we go. I mean, listen, listen. Sometimes, 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 you know, when when the big wigs come in, they come bearing gifts, and I'm glad. Yes. Did you have to put on your? Did you have to put on a monocle though to talk to them? Or, no, or I did not have with to the put sweatshirt. on them. You I had a, you I had a, with a sweatshirt. Yep, I went. See, with the exactly. I knew you had a sweatshirt on. <laughs> I knew you did. I yes. knew it. I, well, you I know called what? it, Wes. Well, here's the thing. <laughs> yeah, here's the Got thing him. about it. You know what I like about those hoodies? You can What's eat that? a turnover with one hand and hide another turnover in that pocket up front with the other. <laughs> oh yeah, the kangaroo pouch. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, it, it, it is it is it is crazy. Like, hey, no, 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 nothing to see here. <laughs> nothing to see here at all. Yeah, but I feel like you know, also that kangaroo pouch. It also hides the extra pounds when it well, is sure. winter time. As 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 Absolutely. we as we come in close. <laughs> It's like, no, 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 my hands are in my pocket. No, that's not my stomach, I swear. It's like, I can see your fingers right now. No, 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 don't worry about it. My hands are in there. It's like a warming muff, you know? I, I'm just warming like my hands Like the football up. players do, I swear. Exactly. But I wanted to, I really want to take a moment to thank the, the great ladies from Clearview that came in this morning. They're wonderful. And they, they came bearing gifts, which was just so appreciated. Max, don't tell Wolf I said this. <laughs> Uh-oh. But okay. there's McDonald's breakfast sandwiches in the kitchen as well, too. <laughs> don't tell Wolf I said this. All right. I, I will not. Thank you for that. My lips are sealed. <laughs> Wolf, do not go to the break room kitchen. But if you do, think of me, okay? That's all I'm going to say. I was going to give you the sound, the sound of silence. And he's like going, oh, he's gone already. You know. But yeah. yeah, exactly. It's like, it's like, oh, Max is doing the rest of the segment by himself. <laughs> See ya. Yeah, Winter's absolutely. coming. Bear, bears must forage. <laughs> yeah. oh, Get ready that, to hibernate. Truth, man. We're getting ready to hibernate. Yes, indeed. Oh, my goodness, Max. There's just so much happening here. But it's great. And, again, going back to that enthusiasm, you've got to bring that. That's each and every day. And as you watch the players come out, they roll out on Wednesday. One of the things I always appreciated about the time period that you played, you know, you had the guys like Potsy and so forth. You know, you had Aaron. So remember how the ball boy would put the ball down and those defensive guys would be who was the first one to touch it? Oh, my gosh. Yeah, it, it was a no- – and, and – God forbid we're up there do like near the line of scrimmage when like the the herd is coming at you right. trying to race to touch the ball first. God forbid you're in their way because <laughs> then you have to hear it if anybody had to divert their path and they don't win and they will blame you. I feel like some of the guys like would run purposely into us, yeah, so that they could cause additional uh, you know conversation and debate. Yes. You know what I'm saying? And just, just cause ever. I would have got there had Max's big butt not been in the way. It's like, really? I'm like, I'm, se- I, I'm seven yards away from this ball. I was like, are you, are you kidding me? But, you know, but, but that's one of the great things I love. Uh, you know, you love. And, th- and that, that's different ways of generating that energy and enthusiasm just within practice. Just something as simple as the beginning of a competitive drill, whoever gets there first to touch the football. Yes. Like, and- like they just, just, that's a mindset. It is. And one of the other things that, that I noticed about your time period there with those guys, both on the offense and defense, 
You could not tell, and Tunch and I used to remark about this all the time. You sit there on Wednesday, you couldn't tell whether you won or lost if you didn't know the, the, the previous Sunday. You know what I mean? You just didn't know because yeah. the enthusiasm was always hyped just as much after a win, just as much after a loss. It was always the same in the preparation to begin the work week on a Wednesday as it usually was. It started with today, and it, it was it was contagious because that was a signal you're moving forward like crazy as you rush towards the next game. Well, absolutely. The business was the business. Yes. You know, and, and you can't sit there and dwell on last week Good, bad, or indifferent, however it happened, because next week is coming, right? You know what I'm saying? Right. Uh, you know, it, 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 it's an inevitability. Uh, time never stands still. Time never reverses. So why should we? Uh, we should approach it in the same type of manner that we did last week to this week to next week, right? Past, present, future. You've got to have that same – because at the end of the day, what we get to do as pro athletes is play a game that we love yeah, competitively and for a job. And it, it's not really even a job. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like it's a job. I'll say it's a little bit of a job during the week just right. because of the kind of the ritual and the business that's associated with it. But Sundays are fun. Oh, right. I call the, you know, I call those the board meetings, but I mean, <laughs> we, on Sunday, I lit, we literally think about this. Well, you literally get to go and beat the living crap out of it as an offensive lineman and defensive lineman, beat the living crap out of the dude in front of you and you don't get arrested. No, you don't. What you do on Sunday would put you in the who on Monday. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Absolutely. And, and then, and then guess what? I get to then go empty. I get to empty my bottle, right? Of frustration <laughs> that you put yep. in during the week, right? those chips and everything else, the down, the negative. And then I get to empty that out on the field on Sunday, and then I get to go refill it again. With lasagna. You know, <laughs> what, what, you know, la, lasagna, cannoli, whatever you want to put it, grilled cheeses. I mean, you know, this is grilled cheese and tomato soup weather, by the way. Oh, oh is um, it? Okay. <laughs> yes. Well, bacon grilled cheese. This must Ooh, be specific. Oh, a bacon wait, whoa, grilled whoa, cheese. bacon grilled cheese. I never heard of bacon grilled cheese. Oh, really? wolf. Wolf, time-honored tradition here. Oh, my goodness. Uh, you kidding me. You you have your grilled cheese. But then, right before you combine the two individual cheeses, which are melting for the grilled cheese, right. just lay in a couple of strips of crispy bacon. Ooh. Then you finish off the process. So now you have melty, cheesy, bacony, golden brown goodness. Oh, Max. I can't believe I missed out on this all my life. I didn't know about yeah. that. Great googly yeah, no, moogly. No. There's two you, things, you know shrimp and okay. grits, and now yes. bacon uh, cheeseburger. Grilled cheese. Oh, my. Uh, I'm sorry, no, bacon, grilled, grilled cheese. cheese. Bacon, yeah, grilled, bacon cheese. grilled cheese. But here's the thing. Here's how you take your shrimp and grits to the next level Ooh. when we do have those. Actually, we'll be in Carolina, so we might be able to get that. Um, a, couple of, a couple of crispy, fresh bacon bits mixed in with the grits oh. and the shrimp. Man, oh man! It's just yeah, yeah it's just southerners. Level. You know how to grill up some stuff, man. That's that's cookerating. Yeah, no, I mean, and and that's the thing, you know, and that, that's why you know you love food, you love to see different places and how regional yep. cuisine. I'm just, you know, I'm just, I'm just blessed that I got to grow up in the in the south with the food at least. Uh, yes, I could, I would say <laughs> the so. heat I could do without at times, but you know. <laughs> It's the sacrifices we pay. Yes, that's true. Yeah, no doubt. But 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 
But you know what I want to ask you, Wolf? What uh, do you want to ask me? You know, one of the things, like for you, for 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 your for your guys, right? The eighties, right? And and the, and the early nineties. I mean, what did, what what was some of the things that you guys did during practice that you noticed that that at least made it a little bit, you know, fun? You know, we used to have. For us, we never had the fun stuff like that. I, and that's the other thing Tunch and I remarked on, you know. Chuck was super serious. We are always in pads. Uh, we were three days a week in pads. Um, and it was really, guys were, you'd, you'd play tricks on each other. Like uh, one time, uh, some Mike, Mike Webster put the shaving cream in the boots of Steve Corson. You know, stuff like that. Yeah. Or, you know, it's it's the uh, the ice water in the shoulder pads that are on top of your locker type thing that falls on you. Or it was a, <laughs> one time Tyrone McGriff, he comes out and um, Mike Webster had uh, gotten his jock strap um, out of his bag when he was in, in the meeting room and, and he had put atomic bomb all over it. <laughs> so when, when, when he started to sweat a little bit, I mean, Tyrone McGriff was moving. Oh, that man could hustle <laughs> when, yeah. when, when he's got atomic bomb on his jock strap. <laughs> well, I mean, let's let's just face it. Uh, that is just cruel, uh, <laughs> but hilarious at the well, same this time. Is, this is what we spent our time doing, you know. Because well, here's the thing, that, but here's how I have to question it. Okay, you know, I mean. Did he at least put like the gloves on for both, or did he do the one hand glove for the bomb, and you still had to touch the jock with the free hand? That that's that's the one where I'm like, ah, I don't know if well, I could do it. Go it, that it was it just came out of the wash, so you know, okay, you know, okay, you got well, that it was sterilized. Yes, okay, it was good. sterilized, and I do believe that he was a two glover. Okay, yeah, yeah, that that is an important thing. To <laughs> yeah, know. well, I mean, Listen. you, you got to have your standards. You know. Yeah, you you do. You do. There's there's a there's a there's a modus operandi that must be <laughs> adhered to when pulling a a practical joke of the personal nature. You know, well, absolutely. Uh, exactly. You can't just go all there free free handed. You know, and and doing that. No, I, I will say this. Now we now we did have some rookie traditions. Um, if rookies forgot things. Um, okay. Name namely the the Saturday morning breakfast right before the walkthrough. Right. Through. Correct. You know, if, if if a rookie showed up empty-handed, not bearing gifts, because it was your job as a rookie, you had to get breakfast for 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 your, for your room. Okay. Um, every, you know, every Saturday morning, if it was a home game, and then of course you would bring the lunch because we were a little bit later before we went to the airplane. Um, so it was breakfast. Uh, I can't remember the diner on the south side that we used to get it from, um, but um, but it was right it was right there on Carson too. I can't even. Remember. Ah, it's gonna kill me. But um, and then it was Popeyes if if we were a little bit later. So if the rookie forgot the order, which they were supposed to get on Friday, okay, and make sure either if they had to call ahead to make sure it was ready at the certain time that they needed it by, so that they could be at practice on time. Okay. If said rookie a forgot, which by the end of it, uh, you know the di- by by this time, like later in my career, the diner would actually call and tell me if the rookie made the order or not. So I kind of pre <laughs> pre knew, which you was pre knew <laughs> something that I could I could then when I get to the facility alert everybody else so that we can muster the troops and make sure that everything is in place before rook- said rookie shows up. Um, well, that you, that would be gathering no, intel. Not, That's gathering intel. Nadine's. That's good. Uh, it, it was it was right by. It was before Nakama coming from the facility, like near, like in between the George Washington Bridge 
Ah, I can't. It's gonna kill me. It's gonna uh, kill you know me. what? I, I mean, I see it. I'm but so I'm, glad anywho. you. I'm so glad you anywho. can't think of it. And it's not me. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> I yeah. Forget it, far it, too it's much. Bad. <laughs> yeah, but, I, I'm. I'm gonna remember it by the end of this. But we used to do similar things. We would actually, we would actually, um, athletic tape wrap the guy's shoulder pads. Okay. Um, we'd fully cover it. We fully mummify him. Oh my goodness! If this and is, then, he did not bring the order, right? If he did not bring the order, okay. And then it was a cold tub plunge for everything that was in his locker. Oh, oh, oh! We would bet we would bag most of the stuff that was not like team issued stuff that could be rewashed, or he had a second bag. Right. You know, and what you, I'm you, you took the wallet out. I'm sure, right? Oh yeah. no, no, no! Well, they weren't there yet. So oh, okay. wallet keys, those oh, things oh, oh. weren't gotcha. even there. Now, now, if they were there and they forgot and they were like showering, uh-huh. then then it would be a tape ball full of <laughs> athletic tape around their keys and their wallet, <laughs> then going into the cold tub, which then they would have to unravel said wet, soggy athletic wrap to get to. You their guys items. were vicious, man. We were we, we were unrelenting. Like, <laughs> but here's the thing: don't mess with a fat guy when he's hungry. That's true. Good point. I'm expecting breakfast when I show up to the facility. <laughs> The, the kitchen crew, mowing company, rest in peace, you know, w- w- was not there on Saturdays. That was not their job. Their job is Monday through Friday. So, therefore, when the kitchen staff is not there, rookies got to step in and step up, you know. And then first-rounders always brought donuts for the entire team. Oh, yeah. Which we had a couple of rookies that, that – first-rounders that did not. Oh, my. A la, a la number seven. Number seven was not about that life. Oh, my. And he didn't care, which – I was like, well, I guess we're going to just win football games. We won't have donuts. Um, and I wasn't doing it as the third rounder. I wasn't going to do it. It would, it would have fallen on Ricardo Coakley, who was our second round pick. Like, yes. you're next man up. Next, next man high up. salary. Come on, bud. You got you to bring the Krispy Kremes. I'm not doing it. But, I'm going to enjoy but, them, but I'm not going to pick them up. Absolutely. I'll get exactly one glazed, okay? That's all. I, that's, that's my only thing. I'm not going for the double, the double uh, finger. You know, the double fingers where you kind of scoop two of them and one finger right. is Casey Hampton's move. Oh. Casey would just come in with his pointer finger and, like, scoop up two and then walk off. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So they're almost, almost like a ring toss type of type of deal. Uh, <laughs> you, know, you just look at Casey. And Casey's just eating it. Like, yeah, I mean, I mean he, but he would, he would just squish it down and throw it in his mouth as though it was like a little mini donut hole. Yeah, like, yeah, like, like mints. Yeah. He'd pop them in like yeah, mints. Exactly. Casey Hampton was a champion eater. I will say that. I mean, he was – if nobody could 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 outduel him in chicken wings, or um, or donuts, I mean, it was just it was it was absolutely amazing. The guy the guy was an artist with those wow. things. Wow, that's just amazing. You know, I I miss yeah. Ham. Ham was just he I was know. always funny. You know, he just whatever yeah. it was, he just made me laugh. You know, you hang out with him, hang around him, and he he just was always a jovial guy. And then of course when he walked across those those white stripes on the sidelines there. It was a different oh. matter. He could flip the switch pretty darn good. That's a that's a guy you did not want to see on the football field. Yeah. I mean, you know, and, and that's the thing. I mean, you know, today's NFL is not the same way like that. Like, we're not as, you know, run-heavy, run-focused to where right. you can go base personnel, right? You know, the eye formation is almost nuanced right. versus being a standard of operation for uh, for offenses. Um, but Casey Hampton, I mean, you know, and that's why I think, you know, and we can talk about this a little bit later, but, you know, that's why I think it's going to be so hard because I feel like him and some other guys 
would be Hall of Fame worthy because of what they did for the purposes that they were drafted. Right. And you do them to the best of your abilities. Um, he's one of those guys I feel like is not going to make it to the Hall of Fame that, that, that had a Hall of Fame career, but the stats will never show it right. because he did his job so well. If you do your job so well, it's funny. We always call Hamp the honorary offensive lineman. He come to all of our lineman events because <laughs> we had good food. Um, but, you know, when That's Hamp's great. job. That's yeah, really cool. Hamp, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I mean, Hamp, Hamp was just that type of person. But if he did his job – was he would take two guys and eliminate them from the offensive scheme. So now, right. literally when Hamp's on the field, you only have nine other people you can use because he was going to take them away, and that freed up James Ferrier, Larry Foote, Lawrence Timmons, right? All these different middle backers over the years to do their job, and that's why they got so many tackles because Hamp was taking away two offensive linemen every single play, and they couldn't move him. And if you didn't move him and try to run through the hole, he would literally one-arm tackle running backs while being engaged with another human being. Max, one of the most amazing things I've ever seen was when he went, uh, he, he, he blew up one of the A-gaps, and he and Eddie George hit helmet to helmet. And Eddie George, and you watch the slow motion, he's out on his feet from the hit. The ball drops, yeah. and he goes to the ground like um, – I don't know, like a boxer in the in the twelfth round going down after a big punch. It was amazing. I mean, they went boom, boom, and he dropped just like a marionette puppet. The strings were clipped, you know. Yeah. And it, and, yeah. and Hamp and Hamp is like <laughs> he's standing there looking at him like, "What's up, man? What happened there?" <laughs> yeah. like, like, hey, uh, did you run into my head or my chest? I don't know. <laughs> Or what about Larry? Was it Larry Foote that almost knocked himself out? Going run hit the rump of, of yeah. Amp. Remember that? Yes, yes. He, <laughs> it, it, it was it was butt fumble esque. Yes, uh, yes, that's the except, one. Yeah, exactly. It was it was like it was like what? what how did you miss? First of all, how did you miss Hamp's keister? That's the first thing. How did you not know it was there uh, for you yes. to run into? But I mean, and and that's what that's what made Hamp just so good, man. I mean, he was a he was literally a boulder. Yes. I mean, and, and he and to have he was the only fat guy I've ever seen that had the two pack, the upper ab muscles. Yeah. Like fully defined. Yeah. I remember and that. A, and and then a gut below it. I was like, what? <laughs> how is this possible? But but just think about this, Wolf. Him and Sean Rogers, who played for the Giants, right, the I Lions, and the Cleveland Browns. Played on the same defensive line in college. Oh they were the goodness. two de defensive tackles in a four-three. I'm like, dude, how did y'all not win a national title? Like, because nobody could run on you unless everybody threw on you, which it was the old Big Twelve, so maybe. But I'm like, I wouldn't want to run. I would never want to run the football. No, I'd be like, you know what? We have to run outside tosses just to run away from them. But then again, they might actually chase us. So, <laughs> and do you actually want to be? You know, the person that, that goes on the track when the e-brake goes off on a train? You know? No. <laughs> like, like, no. I saw that Splatter. happen in, uh, what was that Christmas movie about the train? But, uh, oh, what was that Christmas? Polar not, Express. Not, not, Polar Express, Polar, that's it. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there we go. Yeah, you, Thank you, Wes. Yeah. Thank you, Wes. Of course, Wes would know Polar Express. I love it. <laughs> um, but, Wolf, here, let, let's, let's step aside. What do we have next on, on Docket? Are we going to go over the press conference? You want to start we, with there? Yeah, we got some more uh, Mike Tomlin quotes. Uh, very interesting about um, who's a running back, number one running back. Just a thought. Ooh. Yeah, Ooh. just a little something there. We RB, 
RB1? RB1 or RB2? Yes. To, to, I mean, is, or is it just Arby's? I don't know. <laughs> but we will discuss that on the other side as, as, as we figure out what our teleprompter says from Ron Burgundy. Um, <laughs> uh, here, here in the locker room. <laughs> you got it. I, just, I lost my own thought process. No, we'll be back in a minute in the locker room here with Wolf and Stars here on ESPN and SNR Radio. is In the Locker Room with Wolf and Starks on ESPN Pittsburgh and Steelers Nation Radio. Presented by your neighborhood Ford store. The F-150 is the official truck of the Pittsburgh Steelers. You know, emotions are, are can be good. They can be bad. It's just about whether or not you, you weaponize them. Um, you know, I'm more concerned about the emotions that we display on Sunday. Um, during the course of preparation, Getting to Sunday, I just want the group to be singularly focused, uh, professionally speaking, on preparation because we believe preparation leads ultimately to quality play. Exactly so. And, again, I know we already ran that, but, you know, it's worth repeating about the preparation period with, you know, having the mindset of going forward. And one of the things that was key, and we want to be able to effort that and find where Mike Tomlin talked a little bit when he was asked point blank, about Jalen Warren and whether or not um, he would be could be elevated to n- number one over uh, uh, Najee Harris, and he didn't duck it. You know, Max. I mean, he you know he no. simply said you know he said uh, let's see I got my notes here. You know he's a quality back that made some plays. We'll keep giving him an opportunity to do so, and maybe he'll write that script. That's what Mike T said about Jalen Warren, and the fact is, you know we've we've looked at it and said. There, there, there's something going on with Najee. All right, whether whether it's the foot, whether it was the steel shoe in his in his his shoe, whatever. Um, and sometimes that pressure of trying to excel and be something that you're not that can hamper you, you know. Because I know this guy is in my mind. If you ask me, Najee Harris is too good to be average. There's just no way. Okay, now you've yeah. got to find a way to use those talents. Part of that is using Jalen Warren and giving him more reps. And maybe that starts also to help Najee start figuring out what he's doing, whether he's the wrong cuts, too much of a toe tap uh, in the backfield, those things, but of that nature. But, yeah, you got to move forward a little bit and do what you got to do. Well, absolutely. And and listen, listen, we talked about this. Any opportunity is a merit-based deal. Like, right, you have to earn the opportunities. And right now, you know, Jalen Warren has earned the opportunity for more snaps. Not right. to say that Najee has not done his job, but Jalen has done what has been asked of him. And now is an opportunity where you look at it, you say, well, can he do a little bit more? Then you kind of inch it up, you know. And I think for Najee, that, that, that has been a question this season. Um, where is the explosion? And because there's a little bit too much hesitation yeah. Um, in the things that he does, whether the hole is there or not there, um, whether he's seeing it differently, whether it's too much on his plate. We kind of talked about what the menus look like for each 
Uh, well, I'm sorry. I talked about this yesterday with Stan Saverin because he posed a similar question right after the press conference. And I said, you have to understand that, you know, there's two different menus that these, that these young men are operating under, right? What Najee is asked to do, and I think I made this uh, analogy, was is like going into Cheesecake Factory and looking at the menu there. It's like a telephone book, right? Oh, that would you be know. us. <laughs> yeah. Or, <laughs> or it's, or it's Jalen Warren who more has like a bistro menu, right? Okay. It, it's specials of the day, whatever we got in, in farm to table, right? It's a li- more limited menu, right? Right. As opposed to, and I said, you know, you go in for a salad, you either have the garden or the Caesar on one menu and the other one is a cheesecake menu where it's a page dedicated to itself in small print uh, <laughs> of the different types of salads. Asian yes. crunch, chef Cobb, seafood Cobb, you know, the gorgonzola pear, right? You know, you have all these different, it's like, I just want a salad. You know what I'm saying? So, <laughs> so that's where the difference is. I feel like in the, and, and that could lead to the hesitation for Najee, right? Yes. Um, if you have all these options and you have to think about things, it's not as necessarily read, react, Whereas Jalen Warren comes in, he's a change-up guy, right? He's a guy that comes mid-drive, and it's just literally he's the hammer you bring to a nail fight, right? And it's like Jalen's not worried about reading any safeties, defensive ends right. on a run play. Is it going in the B-gap? Well, if it, if it is, I'm going there. I will meet you there. Hopefully you get there before me, offensive line, because if not, it's going to be explosions. Whether it's your backside or whether it's an opposing defender, same result. I'm just running it and always falling forward, right? Whereas Najee's like, well, if I could set up this backer to make sure that the offensive guard can get off to this one, then maybe I can hesitate a little bit. And then if he does overflow, then I can come back on on, on a backside cut. And if not, if he sinks and the lineman is a free runner, then guess what? I could probably probably bounce it to the outside. Like he's thinking about all of these other things as opposed to, is it the B-gap? Ball says B-gap, I go B-gap, right? I mean, that's the way you have to kind of think. And I think that's what's leading to it. But at this point, when you're 2-6, and you just need an answer. Well, here's the answer. When in doubt, get the cheeseburger. Okay, nobody can screw up a cheeseburger that bad. But if it's on the menu, if it's on the menu. I I just thought about something. I had a life experience with Tunch when we were up by Lake Chautauqua. We stopped at a little diner, right? And I remember yeah. Tunch, I was looking at the menu, and like, I don't know. And he, he goes, get a cheeseburger. Nobody can screw up a cheeseburger. They screwed up a cheeseburger. I'll never forget that. Oh, yeah, I totally forgot that. How do you screw that. up a cheeseburger? You know, it just it wasn't good. It just it did didn't it, taste did they good. Not put the, did they not put the patty together or something? Uh, what, what? You know, it, I can only tell you that it was it, like the worst cheeseburger. Questions. Yeah, it was, the, it was one of the worst cheeseburgers I've ever had in my life, and it refuted the argument of Tunch, nobody can screw up a cheeseburger because somebody did. And they did. Regardless. Okay. What, what, now, now, here's a question. Okay. How do you like – what what temperature do you like your Oh, I like it medium rare. Oh, yeah. Okay. Uh, a little pink. Okay. Yeah. Okay. There, well, that, nothing wrong with that. I mean, I, I'm, a me, I'm, a, I'm a medium guy. Okay. You know, I'm a little, yeah. little bit more. Okay. I still want the hot pink center. Yeah. I just there don't you want – you know, I just would rather see juice and fat flowing than, than blood. Right. But, well, know, that, yeah, I'm with you different. on that one. I, you know, I'm, I'm no Dracula. You know? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, no, but uh, but I I think that that's kind of now. I mean, is am I wrong in my thinking when no. I look at that? You know, let me hear it. Let me play. Uh, we got the ninjas are on it. They dug up a quote from Mike Tomlin. Let's listen to that quote about Jalen Warren. 
You know, he's a quality back that's made some plays. Um, we'll keep giving him an opportunity to do so, and maybe he'll write that script. You know what I find interesting? He was asked point blank about that. And it was, and I always like to listen to Mike when he talks because it's not just what he says, it's how he says it. Would you agree? Absolutely. You got, you, you know, for Mike, Mike, Mike leaves it, uh, Mike T leaves it uh, for the lines to be read in between. Yes. And his words do have more weight than just words on the page, right? Yes. I mean, Thank he does, he does infer a lot with his statement. He's going to be general. So therefore <clears throat> the general public, you roll it out there, right? And just right. see what happens to it, how they chew it up. But there is an extra part to it that you must read into. And like he said, there will be more opportunities for him to yes. write that script. And that means more play time. Yes. You know, and I, 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 he's, he's literally saying he's going to have the opportunity to write that script, meaning the more you are capable of showing us that you can carry that load, we're going to go with you. Okay, but at the same time, he's going to leave the door open for Najee. Najee has to get something worked out here, whether it's one cut and go, whether it's just a linear, you know, straight bang, bang, whatever. He, he's not a bang, bend, and bounce type of guy. You know what I mean? In my mind, from yeah. what I've seen. But when he gets a hole, oh, man, can he go. And Jalen Warren is very similar only in the sense that he just identifies. Now, one of the things we got to put out there is that Jalen Warren, he's averaging 5.3 on, on 29 carries, 3.3 for Najee. But he's been the third down back, so he's had opportunities to run the ball when the defense is just playing the, the line to game. You know what I mean? For the first down. So it's naturally going to have a little a little more cushion uh in, in, in running the ball than, say, Najee does on first and second down. Do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, there's, there's going to be a little more juice on the – you know, a little yeah. more juice in there to squeeze. Um, and, and I think that's where <laughs> – A little more juice to squeeze. That's good. You know, uh, I like you know, it's descriptive. Listen, it's I, 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 I'm here for the analogies, you know. Uh, I I'm love here it. for the analogies. Stay for the commentary, right? The, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> But, you know, I, I just think – I think there, there is an opportunity to change it up. And when you're two and six, you have to exhaust all options. You don't know right. until, you, in, until you actually do it, right? You know, and I think that's where we kind of have to be open and flexible. And my thing is, especially for skill positions, you know what I'm saying? I think it's less important about who starts a game. Mm -hmm. Because at the end of the day, let – the high hat, let the hot hand, you know, lead the way. And it's good when you have different guys have different skill sets against different defenses. You know, you don't go into everything, you know, and here, here, here now here's another analogy. It's a toolbox. Like if there was one fix it all type of right. type of tool, why would we have all the other tools? There's a specialty tool for every single given situation. Sometimes you need a wrench. Sometimes you need screwdrivers. Sometimes you need a hammer. Sometimes you need a mallet. Sometimes you need a saw, right? There's different ones that you have in place. And I think that's where I kind of look and I say, this is a situation where we got specialty tools in the backfield. <laughs> Why not try and fit them for who the opponent is? Right. And then use them accordingly and craft a game plan. Like just to say a guy's a starter for the sake of ticking off you know, the GP and the GS, which means games played and games started right. uh, chart, 
that shouldn't matter. What's the production? What's the YDS, right? What's the yards? What are the attempts? That's what matters at the end of the day. Nobody cares if, if Najee or Jalen started the game, but who was the most effective in the game? And when it comes down to a game of wins and losses, that should that should be at the forefront as opposed to the pride of, oh, my gosh, he's voted a captain, so we must put him in the starting position. No. <laughs> who can give us the best use? Right. And maybe, just maybe, this might be a good thing for Najee, right? If you get to see it, experience it, know what it is, and then go in and then do your job. And I'm not and I'm not sitting here trying to trying to strip away something that he's earned and worked hard for, but at the same time, you have to look at the reality of it that maybe that boost needs to be kicked for him before the game starts. Or I'm sorry, before he gets into the game. And the game has has started. Maybe he comes in play 3 or play 2. Right. I, I mean, does it have to be play 1? That's the question. And I think that's where, especially when you're in known run-down situations, I lo- you know, like I love having Najee in on third down. Mm-hmm. Oh, I because know. Because he can give you a run-pass option. And Jalen's Jaylen, good with it, but I think Najee is better in space. Well, not um, only that, Najee, well, both of them pick up the blitz well. But Najee's yes. just a bigger, stronger dude. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and, and, and whereas – Jalen is willing. Yes. Najee has the ability. Yeah. Yeah, there's a difference there. There is a difference. There is a difference. Yes. A a forearm shiver to the throat is a lot different from Najee than this from Jalen Warren. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely. Oh, my goodness. All right. No, absolutely. You know what? Why don't we take a break, bud? And uh, as we are getting prepared to, I'm going to take a look over here because – we 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 got to come back. We're going to discuss a little bit about what it means to go from a um, Sunday night to a Sunday afternoon, which I understand there's a lot of Steeler fans are a little bit ticked off about, but we're going to kick it around when we come back. What do you say? I think that is a great job. So let's go ahead and, and kick these commercials while we kick the can in the next segment. <laughs> <laughs> You're in the locker room with Wolf and Starks on ESPN and SNR Radio. In the Locker Room with Wolf and Starks on ESPN Pittsburgh and Steelers Nation Radio. Presented by your neighborhood Ford store. The F-150 is the official truck of the Pittsburgh Steelers. You know, I I view every week as a fresh start. Um, You know, because your resume means very little. What you've done to this point means very little. Um, The most significant opportunity is the one that awaits us all. Uh, Whether you're two and six, six and two, coming off of a bye week, coming off of a short week. Um... You know, the windshield component um, is the big picture for us as opposed to the rearview mirror. Again, it's Mike Tomlin putting things in perspective. You know, one of the things I appreciated about these older coaches, Bill Cowher, Mike Tomlin, they turn the page very quickly. Now, you know, and and, and I, I'm, I'm a major Chuck Knoll fan. I am a huge Chuck Knoll fan. I love Coach Knoll. He, as I always say, he changed the trajectory of my life. Uh, but I certainly will tell you that um, he would he he didn't quite he wasn't quite so quick to turn the page. <laughs> <laughs> but before I go on further, Max, before I let you, I got to do a little read here. Well, I want to just say thank you to Clearview Federal Credit Union for every turnover the black and gold create in 2022. 
Clearview Federal Credit Union will donate 500 smackerinis to the Light of Life Rescue Mission. Clearview, helping people to enjoy a better life. Believe you me, folks, they do it. They they stand by their word. Visit clearviewfcu.org slash touchdown. This season, they've donated $5,000 from 10 Steelers turnovers. And I'm, because they were in here this morning, I ate a turnover, an apple turnover, and it was delicious. Ha! Yeah. You are you are one of a kind, Wolf, and I you know I appreciate that about you. I appreciate the fact that you are a connoisseur and you make sure that you try everything, from local cuisine to uh, home good favorites. I appreciate that about you. Well, you know it's uh, it's just who I am. You know, my friend. <laughs> Listen, the more you can do, the more you can do. That's exactly um, what Chuck Noll used to say. <laughs> yes, hey. And, and and the same thing that, that Mike Tomlin says. Huh, funny how that works, right? Exactly. Similar, similar type of uh, type of mindset. Because I remember my it was my first year in the league. Uh, or, sorry, first year with Mike Tomlin. Uh, he, he gave everybody on the team these T-shirts. And the T-shirt on the front, it was in black and, black and yellows. And it said, use me. Oh, really? Meaning, meaning it was... It was kind of like the more you can do, make it, give me a reason for you to be in there, and uh, it was, and it was kind of hearkening upon the more you can do mentality. And in fact, the more that I could do apparently was was do multiple things, except for, for except for uh, be that starting role, um, because I was I was on goal line defense, I was on field goal block, <laughs> I, was the, I was the extra tight end. Uh, and then, of course, you know, on field goal and uh, at extra point duties. So I literally had a bunch of extra jobs that I that that I did early on in Mike Tomlin's career. But I, I definitely I wore that shirt under my pads every week. Like, use me, coach. Use me. I, I'm here. I'm here. I'm here to be of service to my teammates and the team, and to do whatever I can to help us win. And you know, and, and trust me, play, playing swing lineman and playing all those other positions, you have to know everything. And I thought that was kind of the mantra that you have to have um, when you play professional football. You can't get locked in. Now, granted, if you're a quarterback, okay, j- fine. Just be a quarterback, right? Um, but any other position, there is a flexibility, yes. right? You do have to have multiple purposes. Not only be a running back, but you might need to be on core four special teams. And I think that applies for all of them. And if you're on defense, right, you're not just on field goal and extra point block you might actually be called in to be on the actual field goal and extra point team, True. right? Is that extra tight end or wingback position, which Cam Hayward's done for so long, you know, so you, you, you have to be tuned in and you can't just be locked in. I'm just this because I'm just this. And I'm a specialist means you might not have as, unless you're excellent and the best in the business at what you do, Derek Watt. Yeah. <laughs> but Derek also plays uh, core four, right? Right, so so he is he's he's multifaceted. Right, that well, respect. that's I was kind of leading towards yeah. that. Sorry, I didn't mean. Yeah, to, I kind of interrupted. Yeah, no, when no. I shouldn't interrupted. <laughs> no, but but that that's what you just have to be, and I think for for the greatest of players, that's what you say. Okay, just like you know when we talked about you know Santonio, Antonio Brown, um, you know Louis Lips, right? The guys who could not only be at the best of their position wide receivers. But they could also be punt returners, kick returners in the process. 
So the more that you can do, the more invaluable you become to the team and therefore you cannot be replaced. But if you say, I only do one thing, I'm only good at this position only, right? then you're like, ah, you're going to have limited viability unless that exact thing happens. <laughs> and I think that's what you have to be. Because, I mean, you think about it. Well, I, I started at three different positions in my career. Did you? you? Know, I was just yeah, two. I, well, no, 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 no. Wait a minute. I did no, play I, a little goal line tight end, though. There you go. See? See? So, I mean, so for me, and, and for me, my first start was at left guard. Oh, yeah. So, that's right. And I was a tackle. So, yes. I mean, it just it, it never goes to show. You have to be ready. If you, As the old adage goes, and my, and my grandfather used to say this all the time, if you stay ready, you ain't ever got to get ready. Your so, grandfather, he was a good man. He knew what he was talking about. He was. About. He was. I mean, the dude, I mean, he, for as crazy as he was, which I love him to death. <laughs> uh, was that Grandpa rest Starks? In, rest in peace. Gra no, that was, that was Grandpa Davis. That okay. was my mom's, that right, was my mom's, mom's dad. Side. All right. Yeah, he he but I mean but he was he was just he was a tremendous like brilliant like tinkerer. Right? Okay. He could he could he could figure things out and create things cuz he he worked he worked for um uh Sherwin Williams back okay. in the day and he created this kind of paint process for the company and it was just but he was always tinkering around the house whether it was fixing stuff. He just was a Mr. Fixer, a man of all trades. I mean, I felt like he was the contractor you know, without a license, like yeah. he could, he could build things. He could figure out wiring. He could put up walls, drywall. He could do it all. And, you know, and I, you know, I got to learn from him and my uncles also learned under him. So it was just a cool thing to experience as a kid, um, watch, watching this, them tinker. And it made me, you know, want to naturally do it and pick up some things along the way. I'm major tinkerer. <laughs> yes. Major tinkerer. And, um, but Hey, you know I just realized it. Wait, I, I don't. I don't want to. I don't want to cut off the Wexinator. In this oh, time. there you go. There you go. You're right. So, so, so let let let's go to break, and then on the other side of what is coming up next outside of the Wexinator Wolf. Oh, what was the next hour? Oh, it's the Power Hour, baby. Yes, That's it's right. the Power Hour exactly, <laughs> and it kicks off with the Wexinator. But first, I want to make sure everybody knows you can go and subscribe to any of our shows in our SNR lineup. Um, in fact, I was listening to the Bliss last night with Wes and Motes. Look at that, Wes. I didn't tell you about it, but I, I was eavesdropping on, on your great conversation um, yesterday that you and Wes had. I, I could do that because I went to the Steelers mobile app and I was able to, to upload SNR radio and find the shows that I wanted to listen to. There's the standard with Tom and Jacob as well outside of the Blitz. There's our show in the locker room with Wolf and Starks. Plus, The Godfather, guess what? He just released one, and another one's on the precipice for Thursday. He drops them twice a week doing nothing but Steelers, as well as the great Bob Labriola, Steelers historian and Steelers Digest editor, sitting down with Coach Tomlin every game day to do the Mike Tomlin Game Day podcast. So we have all... Plus more, you can even catch Bob and Missy doing the post-press conference stuff. There's so much stuff on the app on iHeartRadio that you can download. Just simply go into wherever you podcast, and you can like, listen, and subscribe to all of those. But that is my public service announcement. Here's the break. You're in the locker room with Wolf and Starks on SNR and ESPN Radio. Hey, guys. Back at the playground again, huh? Yep. You know what this playground could use? A wine country. Heck yeah. And some waves. So we could go surfing. Oh, <laughs> ah, love that. A redwood forest would be cool. I'm in. Ah, ski slopes. Let's do it. Um, can a girl go shopping? Yeah, baby. Wait. 
Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details.